Welcome back in, Brady Farkas Show, right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Continuing our Catamount Hoops coverage, UVM 920 Thursday night out in Buffalo. Catamount's the 13 seed, taking on fourth seeded Arkansas, the Razorbacks out of the SEC. Joining us now, television host out in Arkansas, Fayetteville, Arkansas. It's Nick Petriccioni, who is. I don't know that I would call him my former intern, but he's an intern that I worked with back in the day when I worked in Albany. Nick, all grown up and out in Arkansas, man. Good for you. Congratulations. Uh, Welcome in. Thank you, man. I I would call it uh, your intern, and I would also say since you've met me, I lost a lot of hair. So (laughs) You do look a little bit. uh, Yeah, all grown up means I lost a few off the top. (laughs) You do look a little bit different. Tell the people what it was like interning for me then. I don't know. We get a lot of my former interns on now in various places, so they all have their own version of the story. So the fans like to hear what was your experience. Oh, man, I loved it. It was just basically go to ESPN Radio every twice a week and hang out with the guys and just talk sports. I enjoyed it. A uh, race. I was a huge racetrack guy. So speaking with the jockeys every Saturday or whatever Thursday out there at yeah. Saratoga racetrack was awesome. So I, I loved it. And it helped me help me get where I am today. Down in Fayetteville, Arkansas, man. Good to be after a couple of, after a stop in Montana too. So you've been, you've been everywhere. Oh, you're slowly, you're slowly working your way back East. All right, let's start here. Do the people in Arkansas, do they respect Vermont? Ooh, that's a good question. I think they do. I think they do, but I think there's the expectation that they're going to win no matter what. I mean, this is a team that has beaten the likes of Auburn and Kentucky, Tennessee, LSU. They've knocked off some of the best p- players in this bracket. And I think even though you get that 4-13 matchup, Arkansas has every faith in the world that they are going to win this game. I mean, in the selection show, I was at the party on, on uh, Sunday. And, you know, when the teams get up and they cheer when they – um find out where they're going to be placed. Arkansas had a few claps, but the head coach, Eric Musselman, immediately stood up, looked down at some notes, and started reading about what Vermont was going to bring. Then he went up to the microphone, addressed the crowd, and broke down the catamounts right then and there mm-hmm. for the for the crowd. So I think this team is prepped and ready. They knew it was going to be Vermont. I think they think they can win no matter what the cause. What are the strengths of the Razorbacks? Oh, man. They, uh, the, the one thing is that they're big and they can score. I think they found out earlier in the year that we might not play a comp like a, a lineup that fits and complements each other. We have a shooter. We have a guy who can drive. We have a big man. They just put four huge guys on the court and say, can you stop us? They have one of the leading scorers in the SEC, J.D. Note, who just got a third team All-American mentioned by the Associated Press today. They have a bunch of scorers. They have grad transfers. I mean, you mentioned the 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 ver, the uh, veterans on the Vermont team. You have a bunch of transfers in the grad area. Stanley Amude from South Dakota. Audie's Tony from Pitt. Chris Likes, a Miami guy. A lot of veteran experience, and this team has no quit. So they're going to be a real tough out in this tournament. So is it a, a big man-dominated team? Are we seeing four guys, six, eight, and above that just want to pound yeah. it down low? Is this a team that's good? So this team is not a big beyond-the-arc team. They are not good at shooting the three. Out of all the Razorback teams I've seen, this is probably the worst one in terms of the three ball. They are a pound-the-paint type of team. They got Jalen Williams down low. He's a double-double machine at 6'10". This Audis Tony kid from Pittsburgh. I mean, he is a spark plug. They got some of the best transfers in the market in the offseason. It propelled them to a preseason top 10 ranking. Now they fall to 15 in the final regular season poll. But yeah, this team wants to get into the paint. 
That's where they make their money. They're not good at the outside shot, so you will see them try and attack Vermont right under the basket. So is the goal for Vermont then to get out and transition and try to beat a slower team by getting out, running, and then I, I got to imagine with as big as Arkansas is, the game plan is Vermont's going to get out and transition and try to fire up as many threes as they can. Does that sound like the right formula to beat the Razorbacks? The formula is if you can hit the outside shot, you you have a great chance. Arkansas's defense historically uh, in three-point, I think this is their seventh worst three-point defense in the history of their program. They, for some reason, just cannot figure out how to defend outside the arc. So if you can hit your three ball consistently, even at a rate that's like 40%, which is pretty good in the game, you will have a great chance. But live ball turnovers, Eric Musselman, the head coach of Arkansas, always says – that is the dagger in any college basketball game. Arkansas has some trouble turning it over. Sometimes they they really don't have a true point guard right now. They don't have one guy. They play about three. So there's a lot of mixing and matching. So, yeah, if you can grab the ball from Arkansas, if you can hit your outside shots, that will win you games because it's really hard to beat this team in the paint. When I think of a, a Power 5 conference team, I think of a team that is generally more athletic than the team that they're playing in these first-round matchups. It sounds, though, like Arkansas is a bit of an anomaly from, from that way of thinking. Are they a team that wants to slow it up and then methodically bully you down low, or do they still want to play with pace? Oh, that's the thing. They're big, but they are fast. They want that ball out of their hands and a shot up within, the, you might say, the first 10 seconds of the clock. They do not like to wait around and have possessions. They're a quick-moving team. This Chris Likes kid that I mentioned from the University of Miami, he's 5'7". He's 5'7 on this basketball court, moves like lightning, and they play him a lot because they know he speeds up the pace of the play of the game. So they are a team. And I know Vermont likes to really slow things down. They're one of the best offensive efficiency teams in the nation. They make it count whenever they're on the offensive floor. Razorbacks are more of a possession, possession, let's get shots up type of team. They're going to push the tempo because they know that other teams may not be able to keep up. Yeah, see, I think Vermont is willing to play that way. I think that Vermont is willing to play a track meet here. And um, I think that they're just hoping... Like, look, we saw this against Florida State two, three years ago. Florida State had the two seven-footers, and Vermont was content to take, like, 35 threes, and they got up as many threes <laughs> as they could. Is that So that sounds like it could be in play again here. I think that's your strategy. I think if you look, and it, the one thing is, is if you want to beat Arkansas, too, you got to get them in foul trouble. For some reason, this team has such a tough time early in games of getting in foul trouble. J.D. Note the best scorer in the SEC, one of the best players in the nation, always seems to get two early fouls in games. And then Eric Musselman, his rule is you get two in the first half, you're benched the whole rest of the half. He was benched for a lot of this Texas A&M game in the SEC tournament, their last game where they lost. He had five points because he got into foul trouble. He couldn't get his groove going. And he's only scored five points, a single-digit game, once the entire season he averages like 18 points so if you can get these guys in foul trouble they will sit so attacking jd note attacking their bigs getting them to two fouls bringing that bench in this team doesn't have a lot of depth they got maybe seven guys they play so if you can get some guys like note or devo davis or Jalen williams out of the game you have a really good shot to at least capitalize and jump on this team in the first half and make them have to work in the second is a Razorback an actual animal? Or oh, is yeah. It, okay. It, 
There is a mascot here. His name is Tusk. I think he's like Tusk four or five right now. They well, I understand. Oh, there's an actual hog. like like. Oh yeah, there is a real Razorback. There's a real hog. What's yeah, the difference between a Razorback and just a general hog or a general pig? Uh, well, it's like a boar, right? Okay. Kind of more like a like a wild boar more than just like your farm pig. So, okay. Yeah, they, they have a raise. He he comes to games. They bring him out to games. He's got giant tusks. That's why his name is Tusk. He is a real Razorback. Yeah. Who's more intimidating, him or Ugga the Bulldog in the SEC? Oh well, that guy's just cute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I guess you got to be intimidating when you're winning national championships. You can just hold a bulldog up, but as long as you have a trophy next to it, it kind of makes it more intimidating, right? <laughs> Nick Petricioni, TV host out there in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Nick, man, appreciate. Are you going? Are you making the trip to Buffalo? I will be going to the women's tournament in Austin. So ah. I will be following the Razorback women. All right. Well, hopefully their stay is longer than the Razorback men. That's what we're hoping we'll for see. up here. Yeah. So we'll see what happens Thursday night, 920. Nick, my former intern, lived to tell the tale, doing great for himself. Man, we appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you again down the road. Uh, thanks, Brady. Always a pleasure, man.